My name is Sean, and you're listening to Empyrean. Join us on Sunday nights as we air listener stories. everybody welcome back to another episode of Imperium. my name is sean to give the rundown of what we do we share weird info stories anything that we can find on the web with you yeah that's right you the listener can be a part of each episode and if you decide to share a story well we'll probably put that out online it's been a little while since i've touched base with everyone i hope you are doing well so pull up a chair pour a glass whatever makes you happy because we're about to have a little bit of story time I'm uh, recording this one in the car, so it's a very lo-fi episode, but I felt like it was uh, time to put something out. Um, I had been thinking a lot about the podcast and the stuff that I've been listening to, and uh, most of it having to do with engaging the phenomenon, and I guess the perils that can come with that. I, myself, had some previous experiences and found the more that you stare into the abyss the more it does stare back and once I kind of cooled off on my let's say spiritual journey I don't really know how to put it into a better context everything started to calm down quite a bit and then having to kind of train myself mentally um, to deal with the things that can take place But, from my own experience, there definitely seems to be some exchange. And what I mean by that is, the more energy you put into the phenomenon, the more it seems to produce results. And they become more spectacular as time goes on. My first initial, I guess, um, sighting, I don't know, experience, started very small with a, a UFO sighting. I never collated or correlated the the different phenomenon that took place to that, but I did, after years had gone by, noticed that each piece of this puzzle seemed to get bigger and bigger as the puzzle was leaving these, these little crumbs as to what was actually happening. Um, and it did seem like it was pushing me or gesturing me in a certain direction. Um, I found myself reading the Kabbalah at times to better understand the things that I was experiencing and that were going on. And as I did this, it also seemed to exacerbate the condition that I was experiencing. Um, I even considered that I was having a mental break at times. From the first UFO sighting, um, it evolved into a in-home sighting to an orb or a plasma of light that eventually many months later turned into several experiences one that included a interaction with an entity of sorts and then the conclusion of all the events took place with a lot of phenomenon happening um, within my own home reaching kind of a boiling point and not knowing how to handle the things that were happening and trying to better understand them also protect my own family I reached out to someone that had a lot of knowledge in the esoteric and spiritual background the first thing that that person told me was to stop feeding the phenomenon or 
I don't know, uh, poltergeist, I, I don't know what to call it, I guess phenomenon is probably a better word, better than ghost or poltergeist, I can't really conclusively say that that's what I had experienced, but focusing of my energy was what the person insisted, revoking any invitations and pushing out anything within the space that I lived in. There were also some different processes that they suggested, and I followed them. It did resolve any of the experiences uh, or phenomenon taking place within the home. And if you are playing the phenomenon drinking game, you are now dead. I've said the word far too much. But you get the gist of what I'm getting at. And I guess what I want to know is what other people's personal beliefs and experiences are, what they think is taking place. And maybe I'm completely... um, off base with this but uh, in my own experience that's what worked for me so that's definitely what I suggest Uh, this thing or things or entity I honestly believe does feed off of our fear and there is some type of I don't know there's some type of collation between the fear the depression anxiety and I know people have those feelings on a regular basis But I also feel like sometimes it almost seems that it's an outside source influencing you. A voice that's not even your own. And I, like I said, maybe I'm completely off base. But that's just been my own experience. So tell me what you think. If you guys have experiences that you would like to share, I'd love to hear them. I'm always down to hear a good ghost story, alien abduction, or cryptid story, which I have always highly enjoyed and seem to never get enough of is a good cryptid story here and there but um yeah i got i will uh see you guys soon or i should say you'll be hearing from me soon opening uh, more regular content out for you guys i hope you are doing well and peace I was laid up in an apartment um, on the couch and I have a space heater on one side of my house by the window. It's on the other side of my house and on the opposite side is my door. Um, I keep my uh, outside door locked now and my inside door locked too sometimes. But the outside door was unlocked. So I um, woke up all of a sudden and I know my front door was locked. I know it was locked. I woke up all of a sudden and um, I felt my body was just like stuck and I just like had to like move and it was almost like I needed to oil myself like because I was just clammed the fuck up just could not move at all I look at my door and it's being held open by my space heater completely I could see into my hallway and I had no idea who the fuck did that to this day 
I don't know. I, I called all my friends and asked them if they fucked with me. I even asked my enemies. Like, I have no explanation for that. Let me add that um, I looked at my hand and on my middle finger, there was like this mosquito bite type thing. And like over time, it kind of just ate away at my skin and like turned into a scab. It like went into my like skin and it grew into a whole fucking like sore. And I still have the scar on my finger. Like I still have it. I took pictures of it when it happened. It's like I woke up with this. So, yeah, true story. to that um, is when my experience happened. Um, I had at the time my son, who I think was maybe three or two going on three. Uh, we were sleeping on the couch together, which was pretty common. We did that a lot. And um, I think it was maybe, I, I don't know, I'm not exactly sure. I want to say it was 3 a.m. Um, in the morning. There's a possibility that I'm wrong with that. And I just want to maybe believe that because I've heard other stories where weird things happen around the same time. Um, but I, I woke up and I remember wanting to just get something to drink. So as I um, kind of got up, I'm, I'm groggy, you know, I'm barely awake, and I walked to the kitchen. And as I walk to the kitchen, I go to the fridge, and I'm getting, uh, I think, a drink of water. I may have, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, it doesn't matter. I, I got my drink, and I'm really foggy, and I'm barely awake, and I'm just, just feel really thirsty at the time. Um, it's around the time I almost finished my drink that... Uh, the hair on the back of my neck started to kind of just stand up, like a buildup of like static electricity. Um, but it, it did, I do remember getting a really, I don't know, a weird feeling, like someone was behind me or something watching me. But, you know, I knew it was just me, so I just, I didn't really think too much about it. And uh, I started to walk back to the living room where I was laying with my son. I was going to lay back down and just go back to sleep. As I walked back to the living room, um, I noticed um, the feet.
feeling first was kind of getting more intense and it just it really um, it was like kind of giving me like cold chills almost and um, at this point in my life I'm also an atheist I don't really believe in anything but science and I definitely don't believe in ghosts and I don't believe in spirits uh, not really in UFOs or any of that that I just I think they're cool stories at that point in my life but I definitely do not believe in them I think that everything could be proven empirically with, with science and um, so I think that's why it was hard for me to understand what was going on at first and I still don't understand what happened but as soon as that feeling kind of reached a real uh, climax I guess I just I did notice there was a light um, maybe five inches from the ceiling um, where above my son um, there wasn't any light coming in from the window there wasn't a light on anywhere in the house I was kind of frantic looking for where the source of the light could come from and the only way I could really describe it was it was like a dimly lit candle that definitely the center of it was its brightest point and the feeling seemed to be really strong that um, I was being watched Yes, the more I think about it, this the more how I, I kind of I feel what was actually happening, um, and it seemed very. I, I don't want to. I don't know. It, it seemed very surreal because I was frantic mentally trying to figure out what this could be. Also, I was worried about my son at the time, um, but I was kind of frozen as to what to do because I had to believe that light wasn't its own source. So there's no way it could have hurt my son, you know, it, it had to be something that could be, you know, um, it had to be something. And I couldn't figure out what it was and that's when I went and <clears throat> I got right beneath it actually, where my son was. And I got my son and I'm looking up at it now and I can see that it's exactly the same from the bottom now than it was from the top. Of course, the light goes, it was the same. Um, I, don't, I don't know, it was a sphere of this light. And I kept looking at the window to see if maybe there was a street light coming in, or if there was a car with the headlights on outside. Um, kept on maneuvering the window uh, the blinds to see if maybe I could uh, Get the light to, to move maybe it was coming from outside and it didn't so then I remember getting really uh, scared at that point uh, I remember being really worried but at the same time I didn't feel like it was going to do anything negative uh, I did lie awake for probably another hour and I don't remember after that what happened so that's the end of my story um, I know that I put it up on Instagram for you to vote on and there was one other story that was a single vote away so I think the next episode I'll read that story if you guys want it depends on how people respond to this I know it came out late again it's Tuesday here we are but uh, I hope you enjoy um, I don't I don't anticipate uh, a crazy reaction to the story but I will say that you know I don't also rule out the idea that I could have been sleepwalking dreaming um, it could have been anything, but it is real to me, so I guess that it is what it is, and I will see you guys next week, I appreciate you listening, as always, keep it weird.
everybody, welcome to another episode of Empyrean. To give you an idea of what we do, we play weird um, audio clips or stories we find online. If you guys want to, uh, sorry, if you guys want to share a story with me, you can do that too. And uh, you can find me at Empyrean on Facebook and I think also on Instagram. You can reach out and touch me that way. And uh, I'll share your story if you'd like. Um, I've got a few things I've been looking at and reading and I want to share them with you guys and then we'll theory i've had it myself it's not original it seems like a lot of people come to the same conclusion so we'll we'll see what the, the consensus is on that but first of all how is everyone doing i hope you are well i know that we're still going through the pandemic um some of us better than others and uh in this time i hope that you guys uh, you find some type of solace in joining me in these little stories that i read with you so, we'll move on to that. Pull up a chair and sit down and pour a glass or whatever makes you happy because we're about to get this thing on. I've been getting into the Skinwalker Ranch thing super deep. I'm reading Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. I've read, oh, geez, um, Skinwalker Ranch, the, the book. I believe it was self-titled. I'm going to have to even go and look because it's, um, I don't think I'm right here. Where is it? Where is that? Hunt for the Skinwalker I read. I, I should know something. Not really. It was an audiobook. I cheat because, uh, yeah, guys, I don't like to sit there and read because I have so much going on. It's hard to find that, ta- that time to really put in the, but the uh, Meadow Project. Um, that was amazing. I'm a big fan. Hunt for the Skinwalker. And then Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. I'm currently reading on Kindle. So I'm being legit when I say I'm reading that one. And it is really weird stuff you have you know these encounters with people that have come in to investigate that they've gone home and had uh, experiences at home it seems like these wolf men or this wolf man skinwalker uh, phenomenon seems to be very powerful and i'm starting to believe that it's just one and all the same whatever these things are or whatever this is i believe it's a part of the ufo and the poltergeist experiences that people are having it has the ability to attach itself to one of um the individuals or experiencers and a wide variety of experiences seem to take place on skinwalker uh, ranch and the uh youtube youth basin there it's um crazy whenever you hear like tales of skinwalkers um being seen and um the local um police that are uh there on the reservation to come in and you know they see two men on the side of the road it turns out to be two dog men smoking cigarettes that run away um one of the attachments that someone had they started to see dog men at their home so did their children um, the wife also experienced something very similar to that, and that was in the um, Skinwalkers at the Pentagon. And it seems like everybody has this immense fear when they encounter these things. Um, they don't ever hurt anyone. Now, they do, it seems to affect them emotionally, but that is something in its own. They don't have the ability, it seems like, to physically affect us, or yet we've maybe had not found the evidence, or maybe we have found that evidence, and that leads me into the 411 activity with David Politis. If you listen to the 411 cases, the bizarre disappearances, the national parks pretty much being the focus of that energy and where most of that is going down, leads me to believe that there might be a link here between the skinwalkers and the disappearances at 411 or the 411 disappearances at national parks. 
Um, are people being hunted? And is this being pushed under the rug because the government doesn't have an answer or the ability to stop what's happening? Um, I'm going to stop saying um so much. I know I'm just going on and on and on, but I've had a lot of coffee and I had a lot of ideas I wanted to share with you guys. I don't understand any of it myself. It seems so weird and it also seems to respond to people um, in cases where ranch hands would have thoughts, then literally that thought would play out the worst case scenario, things they didn't want to have happen literally after they would think it would happen. So this um, phenomenon seems to have some ability to either read thoughts or know the future. I have to believe it reads thoughts because I don't believe the future is finite. I think that it is evolving. It is a living thing, organic, with many legs and tentacles going in many directions. So I don't know if there's a precognition or it's just being able to read emotions and thoughts of other people. And I heard, heard a story recently about uh, certain insects that use methods to um, fool their prey to believing that one thing is happening so that they can, you know, attack um, essentially by the beat of their wings. There's a type of fly that disguises itself as a wasp. And uh, you got to wonder, is it this thing feeding off of this energy that we're putting out? And the more we're giving it, the more it's feeding, the more powerful it's coming, uh, becoming. Um, there was also some really crazy video footage of someone on Facebook Live that had some dogman occurrences outside of their home and probably some of the best footage I've seen. If I find that link, I'll try to share that with you guys, but it is absolutely nuts. So are we, you know, being visited by something from another dimension? Has it always been here? Is this what I think Plato had talked about, a species of dogmen? Or the Greeks had spoke of a, a warrior breed of men that were canine. Um, it's it's weird, man. A lot of of this stuff is molding together. These, you know, reported um, Bigfoot cases. Is this all just more dogman stuff getting, you know, con- you know, not being seen from the proper light? And now maybe all of this focus on skinwalkers at the Pentagon, Pentagon and then also Skinwalker Ranch will kind of um, sharpen this into a more concise like blade um, and, and we'll all be able to kind of figure out what's going on is like as this all narrows down in focus that this is one specific type of phenomenon that is taking place and it has some level of it seems like sentience to it so what do you guys think if you got any questions or theories on what the dog man is what the skinwalker case is do you not think that the ufos and the skinwalker and bigfoot and all that stuff is intertwined or do you do you have your own theory because i would like to know that too um you know i've got my own and i think it's all one and the same thing and i think this dog man is a highly intelligent creature that is manipulating people and possibly hunting them in national parks Um, I think they're becoming more and more bold as time goes on. And man, the future is interesting as we go from here. But, uh, you know, and something interesting to keep in mind is that Robert Bigelow, right after um, the wrap up from the ranch there at Skinwalker Ranch, went right into a study, I believe, of pretty much what happens after you die and near death experiences and um, um, NDEs, you know, all that stuff. So. Um, the human mind is incredibly powerful. You know, is this something we're bringing into this world or is it something that co-inhabits that we've not been able to see and we are starting to evolve to see it? 
Are we hitting a new point of evolution in our own ability to perceive the things around us? Ugh, man. I mean, I feel like I've just thrown up on this thing with all the words that I'm spitting out here. But like I said, guys, get a hold of me. If you got anything interesting you want to share, any cases of Skinwalker, UAP, Shadow Man, all that stuff, tell me what you think. Tell me where I'm wrong. Um, and if you got any cool stories, you know where to find me. I love you guys. I hope you are doing well. I got some audio for you. I'm going to play in and out as you guys will hear. And uh, yeah, peace.